0: Welcome to the Oddity Shop, where the bazaar is always on sale. Welcome in, you oddballs. This is the Oddity Shop podcast. I'm your curator, Kara, and this is your other curator, Zachary. And this is yeah, the hello. place where we...
1: Tell you creepy, odd, weird, strange, bizarro stories from around our strange strange flat earth. <laughs> I'm a flat earther now. No you're not. I have been I've been meaning to tell you this.
0: Get off get off my screen.
1: <laughs> what do you want me to do? Fall over the edge of it?
0: I'm gonna get one of my puckwajgies to shoot you with a poisonous arrow. No
1: you have not befriended them in the week. You don't know. Uh what's new with you?
0: Okay, well, I was walking down the hallway, and it was dark, I had my slippers on, and I kind of...
1: I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why you went walking down the hallway, and I'm like, like in my head, I'm thinking like a high school hallway. I'm like, that makes no sense. Where, where are you walking down a hallway? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. My, my
0: hallway. <laughs> so I was walking down a hallway. I was kind of, it was dark, like pitch black. And then I was had my slippers on, and I kind of like fumbled a little, because they're like clunky slippers. And I had a glass. I was holding a glass. And I had a glass straw in it. And I just had an intrusive thought of what if I tripped and the glass straw went through my mouth and like through my throat and I died from the glass straw. And that just happened Have when I was. You've been having. That just happened yeah, when so I was you've been having bad luck
1: with glass straws.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. <yeah.
1: laughs> you had a premonition, baby.
0: So if I die from a glass straw.
1: Um. Okay, so I, I love you, but I'm an asshole. What do you do? Okay, we record a couple weeks in um, advance, and I realized from your help after we recorded our last set of episodes that uh, the one we recorded would have been on your birthday. So I'm sorry, but I'm a week late to wishing you a happy birthday from six weeks in It was the past a
0: missed opportunity. I could have
1: wore a crown. Oh, my God. Yes, you should have wore the crown. No, I'm going
0: to wear it now.
1: <laughs> there you go. Um, we'll try to post a clip of this, but for anyone who can't see her, she is wearing a obsidian and, uh, clear quartz tiara with a half moon on it. It's absolutely cool. It
0: is, and who made me buy it?
1: Me. Me? You could not not have a crown that day.
0: You peer pressured me so bad to the point where that woman was like, I think if I would have said no, she would have punched me.
1: First of all, you couldn't buy the crystals on that separately. For the price you paid for it. No, it's
0: price. beautiful, but I was like, where am I ever going to wear this? So take me out for right my actual now. birthday and I'm going to wear
1: this. There you go. Okay. Um. Okay. So I have a couple things for you. One, I know I'm a few weeks late on the podcast saying this, but I got the coolest book from Julia for Christmas. Julia! It's called The United States of Cryptids. Can I see,
0: can I see it? Because I think I almost bought it for you yeah. last year. I did. It's in my cart. It's still in my Amazon cart to buy you. <laughs>
1: that's funny. Oh, that's so funny. Well, don't do it, because I have it now and it's amazing. I've been digging into that. I also I've I've come to a realization okay. with my house plants. So I don't know what happened this year.
0: <gasps> you killed my plants.
1: I I did nothing to the plants at your house. That is all you.
0: No, that is so weird. Some of my plants have just been mysteriously dying, and I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" So it's you.
1: Mine have too. Well, no, it's not me. It's because we bought them at the same time, and we've never really changed the soil. No, I did. And they're using all their nutrients. But I changed all my soil. I I've decided I'm no longer going to stress about the plants, and yeah. that those that don't make it were not strong enough in the first place. If it's
0: meant to be, it'll be.
1: And what I'm going to do is through this winter, every every week, I'm going to put a couple dollars aside. And come spring, when all the plants go on sale, I'm going to go oh, okay. replace all the ones that died and didn't bring me joy anymore. And I'm going to get a new batch. I'm just not going to worry about it. I'm not going to stress. I'm not going to prune like crazy.
0: You've been on a joy kick.
1: I've been on a what? Joy
0: kick. Like, what's bringing you joy? This yeah, is not bringing well, like, me joy. Just... yesterday, The other day. This isn't bringing me joy. I
1: can't find joy. Nothing is bringing me joy. <laughs> And you know what? I think it's because I stress about things no, too is. much. Like I get I, into but things, I'm with you. and then when it's not going perfectly, it's so weird that you get stressed. It's
0: so weird because I meant to tell you this the other day that like some of my plants have been dying, and I don't understand why. And it, I, it's so fucking funny because I came to the realization. The same realization is I'm just not going to stress. I will. I have a bunch of clippings all over my house. I'm just going to get new ones, make new plants.
1: The only one that's making me kind of sad is that one cutting I took for you, from you, from your Adonzonii, that, like...
0: Which one was that?
1: The Monstera, the mini Monstera.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: It was doing bad, it was doing good, it was doing bad, it was doing good. And the other day when I was watering it, I accidentally... So I put a new stake in there so it could climb. Well, I accidentally pulled the plant up, and the entire plant came out. Its roots were super shallow, Mm. so I put it back in there, tucked it back in. It's dead. It died. I'm sorry. You can have another cutting. Okay. Anyways, though. Yeah, I need another cutting. Um, that is my complaints and my callbacks to your birthday and my gloating about the awesome gifts I got. What do you got?
0: Oh, I almost died from the straw. I
1: already went over it. Oh, perfect. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> uh, Cool, 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 cool.
0: I haven't gotten any gifts yet because you did Christmas. We still are not in Christmas in the real world, in our world. You did Christmas with some people ahead of time.
1: I haven't done Christmas True. with anyone. I, I jumped.
0: Except for well, accidentally I've got, ruined. I've got
1: an episode for you. Oh, so
0: I, I was going say I accidentally ruined one of my gifts from you. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, you did. Terribly horribly. <sighs> okay, whatever. I'm over it. Um, Do you have a question? <laughs> okay, so before I ask you the question, this comes with a caveat. And we've kept it light the last few weeks. We've done some cave exploring. We've talked about talking mongoose. Um... What else did we talk about? We talked about the forest, which was on the verge. Uh, this one's a little bit darker. Okay. So here's the question. If you found out that one of your closest family members was possessed, what would you do?
0: Oh. <laughs> kill them.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Your face. Not even going to try to save them. Your Just face was kill so him. funny.
0: Ooh, no. I guess I'd try to save them, but... How? I feel like the obvious answer is an exorcism, but I don't know that's if that's the right answer. I don't.
1: There's, there's no right
0: or wrong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what I would realistically do. I'd call you.
1: The fuck am I going to do? I don't know, but you would tell me what I should do. I would. I like to think I'm right most of the time.
0: <laughs> mm, and then I'd kill them.
1: <laughs> All right. Are you no. ready? Probably not
0: go no i hate this Ugh. no i'm gonna love this
1: go <laughs> all right you're lying but okay so obviously we're talking about possession no, uh, I'm excited. relatively recently let's let's set the location and talk about the family first so our story takes place in enfield but not the same enfield as the enfield haunting or poltergeist This is actually Enfield in North London.
0: Mm, I think I know this. Okay.
1: Okay. So Enfield is a large town in the north part of London. Um, It's sort of a mix between like the downtown hustle and bustle, but getting closer to a more calm countryside. Okay. It's a fairly expensive area. And it's like, while there's a mix that's mostly wealthy families.
0: Did you say what you're wearing right now?
1: No, but that's my next line. So in 2016, (laughs) thank you. The Ife family, I F E is living in Enfield when their lives are kind of turned upside down. Okay, so the Ife family. Uh, you said you might know this one. Well, the, um, the, only reason,
0: the only reason I think I know this one is just because of Enfield.
1: So you're thinking of the the wrong Enfield. You're thinking of the Enfield poltergeist with the deep voice that was coming through family members?
0: Mm, I don't know. Keep going.
1: That's the more famous.
0: Okay, one. maybe. Okay.
1: So the Ife family, it's a pretty large family. So the parents are Kenneth, 64 years old at the time, and Josephine. Who's 56? Okay. They have six kids. Jeez. We have Roy, who's 33, Harry, who's 32. Okay. Colin, who's 26, uh-huh. Sam and Dan, both 20. Okay.
0: Are these all boys? And then our last
1: boy. Yeah, all boys. More, more. Except for Josephine. And then the last one is Kennedy. He is age twenty six. So Kenneth so is the dad. Boy kids. Kennedy is the kid. Yes. Okay. So mom, dad, and six boys. Okay. So they're a pretty well-off family. They live in a seven-bedroom, basically mansion in town. Lots of money due to the work of the dad. So Kenneth, he's a doctor, but a PhD doctor, not a medical doctor. Okay. So he's received a doctorate degree, but not, you know, MD. So his degrees are in mineral engineering, chemistry, business administration, and law. Okay. Super highly educated man. They live in London, Enfield, in the UK, but they're originally from Nigeria. I could not figure out if Ken and Josephine are directly from Nigeria so just, or just of Nigerian descent. Okay, but Kenneth has used his education to hold a lot of like high places in UK government advisory boards. High, highly regarded enough as a family that he was once like pictured with the Queen of England. Oh wow! Okay. Currently on his website, it's list he's listed as a London Enterprise Ambassador. That he is driven by purpose and passion in pursuit of excellence in enterprise, development, and economic inclusion. Okay, cool. Basically, what I can find is he, it's somewhere of like law and business administration with cultural things pulled in there between Nigeria and the UK. So, super smart guy, highly educated, right? Like, has a well off family. And the reason we're going into all this background is to kind of give the family some context. Like, they are upstanding, well-known, highly respected members of society. Okay. Give some credence to what's coming next. So on top of that, they're also highly religious. Okay. Um, they believe or they belong to a church called the Jesus Sanctuary Ministries. It's a sect of Christianity that was founded in Nigeria in 1997 by Pastor, I'm going to murder this, Uzor Indekwu. Sounds great. In 19, uh, 1997. I want to say seventy seven. So bad. Okay, 1997, so nineteen ninety
0: seven is when they came up this,
1: with this. Yeah. This, yes. Okay. Because God reveals Himself to the pastor in a dream that He would become a pastor and would call people back to heaven. Pastor Uzor believes that God told him He would win one billion souls for Christ. So okay. it is a it's a religious sect. They put a strong emphasis, though, on the deliverance from evil and receiving tests and physical miracles from God. Okay. They have sort of strict beliefs about how people should act, and they have, like, it's probably a little bit more spiritual and ritualistic in nature of a religion than, like, modern-day Christianity. Hmm. So kind of taking in some, like, African culture of, you know, God, I, I don't want to say witchcraft or anything, but it is almost like, you know, if this is happening, you need to buy these herbs and do this to rid your family member of this ailment. Like, not Isn't...
0: voodoo, but like...
1: Yeah, well, voodoo in itself is not the voodoo that we think, but it is it, it, so sort of like like the Haitian voodoo, and yeah. right? it is a little bit more earthy. That's just
0: what I'm thinking when you're saying that. We're totally wrong. Right. <laughs> Nobody come for us.
1: Listen, we do our best when talking about religions. I mean, all these things, are, they're so different, but they're also so related that it's hard to draw those lines. Okay, whatever. So, the family refers to themselves as charismatic Christians. What? Uh, they're well-liked, they're seen as friendly in the neighborhood, and part of, like, the religion and the cultural beliefs, though, is, like, even with the ages of all the kids from 26 to mid-30s, they all still live at home with mom and dad. What the fuck do
0: you want six grown boys men living with you for? <sighs> Do you feel the most powerful and beautiful with the elements of the earth around you? Do you like one-of-a-kind jewelry? Do you sometimes feel like a woodland fairy? Me too. That's why I created Holly and Hemlock, a magical shop filled with handmade wooden jewelry and metaphysical tools. Come check out our enchanting wooden wares at www.hollyhemlock.com and join us in honoring the magic and beauty of nature with each unique creation. That's www.hollyhemlock.com
1: I could only imagine the stink the mom was dealing with, because, like, that's a lot of men. That's a lot of male energy. Ooh. Probably just smells like axe. Ew. Uh, anyways, so, in early August 2016,
0: Wait, Kennedy, I just want to clarify, I know you said axe, and not
1: ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, axe, like the... I know, but I said, ew, style.
0: and no one can see your movement, so then I didn't want to be... Yeah,
1: fair, 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 But fair. either
0: way, Ew. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I
1: mean, it's, it's six. Yeah, it probably smells like ass, 20 too. 20 to mid 30. It probably smells like ass, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Kennedy is 26 at the time. We talked about him earlier. He was the last one. He So he's an IT consultant. He starts to complain to his family of a sore
0: throat. How did I know it was going to be the little one?
1: Well, there, there's two. Sam and Dan are 20. Yeah,
0: but oh.
1: Kennedy is 26. Ugh. So he's kind of the middle.
0: Okay. Which he was I just
1: the last one I named. makes sense. Okay. Anyways, the family's like, hey, you just have a sore throat, whatever, like rest up, probably nothing more than a probably COVID. Kennedy does decide to go to a doctor, however, because not only is he saying that he's feeling like there's a sore throat, he actually feels like something is crawling around or slithering in his throat. On top of that, he's having trouble with all that movement feeling, like he is um, he can't fall asleep. So he is incredibly sleep deprived. Hmm. Okay. So things only get a little bit more weird from here. Kennedy then starts to have some mood swings and is now starting to say things like there's a python or snake living inside of him Mm -hmm. and a seed growing in his stomach. Mm -hmm. Pretty quickly after that, he starts to get a little bit aggressive where he'd lash out at his brothers, uh, be really agitated. He's not really eating much. So now you have sleep deprivation. You have this constant uncomfortableness. You have somebody who's just not acting like themselves. He eventually just stops going to work because the way he's feeling, uh, stops eating and starts to lose weight pretty rapidly.
0: What's, do you know what the timeline is for all that? This
1: Yeah, so he started feeling sick at the beginning of August. I'll give you some dates pretty soon. Oh, okay, sorry. So the family continues to, you know, say it's like completely out of the norm for any of the family members to be acting this way. Like now they're starting to kind of pick up like, okay, this is more mm-hmm. than just like, A little bit sick, and they start to get a bit worried. Oh, yeah. So August 19th comes around, and things get even worse yet. Um, So Kennedy, for whatever reason, becomes extremely violent this night. He's wearing only his boxers, and it starts with him basically standing in the hallway, and his family finds him with his hands down his pants, where he's threatening to cut off his penis. Cute. Yeah, it's probably the first time that the family's like, okay, maybe there's something to this demonic possession. Uh, In fact, at this time, too, they actually find a note from somebody at the church who wrote to Josephine, Mm -hmm. the mom, that if you think somebody has taken control of your kid's body, that you need to take soil from the earth and throw it in all these directions to help clear it. Like, that's where, like, that ritualisticness comes into their church. I
0: do think, though, that the slithering in the throat and then something, like, crawling in your throat, that's a common sign.
1: Oh, yeah. No, so... All the signs are like the beginning stages of possession that we've even talked about before, Mm -hmm. right? It's like you're feeling sick. You're starting to get run down, the agitation. Um, Okay, so back to Kennedy trying to cut off his penis. The family's obviously trying to stop him. Uh, He bites his dad so hard that he like breaks skin. So this is when Colin, and we start a little bit later on. You'll see why we have so many quotes. Um, But Colin states it was around this time that it was clear that this thing was in him what we believed was a demon because it was not natural
0: Ooh.
1: uh one of the other siblings i believe this one is roy is saying kept saying it's absolutely true that another personality was coming through
0: that's okay. gonna be so weird weird is not the right word, especially for it's
1: like this is why i went so much into like the family standing Because while they do belong to a church that's a little bit off the beaten path of normal Christianity, for the most part, like, they are very normal, upstanding, respected people.
0: But I don't know what's normal about six grown men living with their parents, but that's fine.
1: Yeah. Okay. So then, like, we know the family was starting to treat it spiritually rather than, remember at first he was just Mm -hmm. sick. But as he's starting to get worse and more agitated, instead of calling a doctor, they call one of the ministers from the church. Of
0: course.
1: So Josephine, who is also referred to in her church as Sister Joe, mm. calls in one of the ministers and asks them to give him advice. So the minister advises that the family, if he's really possessed, they must cure him through prayer, and that with prayer and love, he would be saved from the demonic possession. Okay.
0: You couldn't see, but I just gave a thumbs up.
1: <laughs> so this is August 19th. Over the next couple of days, mind you, three ministers from this church do come in and out of the house. Okay. Now, the ministers say that when they were there, like, Kennedy was still strange. They came more during the day, right? But that he was talking coherently and responding and able to move. We'll come back to that. I
0: hate this.
1: So the family, without any outside help or medical doctors or anything, right, other than the help of their church, they decide to take the care of Kennedy into their own hands. So on the evening of the 19th, they decide that the best thing to do as he's becoming violent is to hide any sharp objects in the house.
0: Okay, well, that's smart.
1: And to find whatever they could, including rope, handcuffs, and cable ties.
0: Why did they have handcuffs? To
1: restrain Kennedy. This is actually funny. I can't remember, but one of the... I'm going to spoil something if I tell you now. No, okay. I'll tell you why the handcuffs are funny in a minute. Okay. 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 So over the next three days, Kennedy remains in a heightened and agitated state while the family continuously restrains him and prays over him. (sighs) Except, guess what? The handcuffs, those would come off when the minister would come around. Mm. Yeah. Gotta save face where you can. All right. So during those three days, one of the brothers Uh, says, all right, what's up? I... Ask now. (laughs) Because it's gonna get hectic quick.
0: Okay. So first off... This is not that long ago, we're in 2016. So right. I just feel like yes, maybe mental health and a mental awareness at that point wasn't still the greatest or talked about. I but, I would argue opposite. But either way. And these are
1: highly educated people.
0: Right. But I'm just thinking, why are we just ignoring doctors altogether? Like let's at least try, right? And see what's going on. And if it, and if it can't be found, then, you yeah, lean into your religion and what you believe in and what your faith tells you. That's so, totally fine.
1: But why are we not trying? To- I agree with you. There's a reason I think that people don't. And I kind of want to get into that with you after okay. the
0: So now you were saying that the handcuffs came off what?
1: When the ministers would come visit, they would take the hand restraints off.
0: Why? Am I missing something?
1: I don't know, because you don't want the high—they're heavily involved in the church— the church said cure him with love and prayer, and they come in and the kids handcuff.: him Oh, okay, so broke, they just didn't down.
0: want them to see that. Yeah, oh. it was
1: all about saving face. Okay, so one of the brothers what says... What the
0: fuck is happening? This is dumb.
1: We had to restrain him for himself. It was clear if we didn't restrain him, he could have tried to harm people in our family. So then we're like, the ministers are saying he's kind of acting, you know, he's responding, whatever. Like, at one point, they even say he's playing on his phone. Because they're only coming in the day. Well, another day. brother says... It's at a certain time of night, like a full moon, it would just click, and something else would take Eek. over, so he gets restrained on the nineteenth, right now he's starting to not only like repeat the number six six six, according to the family um he would also draw it in the air, mm. the family would say he was you know making the sign of the beast, he also would like say he's hearing voices, but the family actually says at points like. Not when they were in the room, but if they were standing in a room next to him, they would start to also hear him talking to the other voices. So they would hear Kennedy talking Mm -hmm. but these other voices. Mm. So he's having trouble breathing a little bit, and he's getting really pale and sickly looking.
0: And he's not eating, right?
1: Hasn't been eating for almost weeks at this point. Because remember, he started to get sick at the beginning of August. Um, So this is, it's fairly typical demonic possession stuff. Mm -hmm. Over the period of time, you start to get sick, act less like themselves, start to get highly agitated. You know, threatening harm and making a sign of the beast—like these are all run-of-the-mill possession.
0: It sounds like me when I'm hungry.
1: But here's here's to me where it's like, other than three ministers who came in. Now remember, those three ministers came in during the day. They're like, yeah, he looks sick. They're also they are also saying he's likely possessed, but they're saying he's kind of fine. So <laughs> there's no doctors involved. There's no law enforcement. He's kind of fine. So all. But all of the stories of, like, all these things happening, right, we only have coming from the family. Yeah. But at the same time, like, given their status, what do they have to gain from making any of this up, right? So it it is one of those things that's really hard to tell, like, what actually happened in this home. What we do know is that the possession culminates after the third day. Uh, I think it's actually, like, literally 67 hours this man was restrained. Mm. So we've we've talked about like what's happening with Kennedy, but not as much the rest of the family, right? So each of the brothers, by order of Kenneth, would take turns. And no, I'm good. literally they said from Kenneth the dad use as much force as necessary to keep him constantly restrained. So Kenneth, because of the teachings of his church, believed that through the power of prayer and home intervention, not medical intervention. They would be able to rid his son of the demon that had taken over. Now, here's one of the things about their church. No. Remember I said that like they believe very strongly in like the deliverance of evil and miracles and all that kind of stuff? Mm. What's one of the biggest miracles of Jesus' story?
0: I don't fucking know. I resurrected. Yes. Okay. Okay. So what are we waiting for? So Jesus? Kennedy
1: is oh well, no, just a miracle. So Kennedy yeah. is also or already super low weight he's sleep-deprived, he's having trouble breathing while he's guy. stressed to high levels of being constantly restrained, right? No steps to see, like you said, if it's a mental disorder or whatnot. And they're also denying him water at this point.
0: Oh my god, what for?
1: Well, okay, the family actually denies
0: denying him. <laughs> they were
1: not giving him water, but they weren't giving him food or water or anything. This is all part of how they got rid of the exorcist, or did their exorcism. One of the brothers, though, after seeing some signs of dehydration, calls an ambulance. What? Okay, one article said saw the signs of dehydration. The Another article said he was having a full-on seizure. Mm, that's cute. We don't know. Cute. Here's where things get, I, I think, a little more telling of this. Wait, right
0: so here. he did call the ambulance?
1: Yes. And what happened? So as police and medics approach the home, you can actually see on the body cam footage from one of the cops, the family standing around Kennedy and chanting things like he is released right now in the name of jesus no corpse shall be taken from this place because there is no corpse in this place uh we call that name kennedy back to the land of the living in the name of jesus okay so at this point it's very clear to the cops are entering the house that the family is aware that kennedy is dead and through the teachings of their religion they are now trying to resurrect him
0: i'm now dead because
1: their belief is is that the death of the body will release the demon and that through the miracle of God, they will get their son back.
0: Can you imagine being that paramedic? I'm not doubting this story, by the way. But I'm just saying, can you imagine being that paramedic where you're like, what the fuck have you been doing to your child by neglecting them and not getting them medical attention?
1: And there's truly, there's nothing to deny. While you can't actually go out and see this body cam footage, Mm -hmm. you can The the jury did. Spoiler. (laughs) Uh, Because, unfortunately, their chants do not work, and medics pronounce Kennedy dead on the 22nd of August.
0: Damn. Okay.
1: The cause of death was attributed to dehydration, Mm -hmm. a cardiac episode, and the medics also noted that Kennedy had over 60 injuries all over his body that were the immediate result of being too tightly restrained for 67 hours straight. So... Mm-hmm. As the cops and medics are coming in mind you dad still has the bite mark and all the brothers they also have slight injuries so it's but nothing in
0: comparison to being dead
1: somebody right and that the person was lashing out but I'm sorry if you restrain me for 67 hours I'm biting kicking and slashing too right so like we said you know the the medics they got there they pronounce him dead Family's still chanting and praying over him believing that this prayer would bring him back the, one of the final recorded chants was "Kennedy, I command you to rise in the name of Jesus," which Colin is just saying over and over. Mm. So immediately, the entire family, including Joe, uh, sister Joe, Kenneth, and all five brothers, are arrested on charges of manslaughter, false imprisonment, and causing or allowing the death of a vulnerable adult. <sighs> so all all those quotes we had earlier are things that came out during the court case. Okay. Um, so throughout the case or the trial, the family remained steadfast in their belief that Kennedy died due to demonic possession and that the actions they took were justified to prevent harm to themselves and that they were only trying to help their son and brother. <laughs> Josephine states that she believed in evil spirits, demons, miracles, and resurrection, but insisted that there was nothing unusual given her Christian faith and that the restraints were needed because Kennedy posed a threat to himself and others. Roy, here's where we talked about the handcuffs earlier, uh, he's the one who actually put the handcuffs on Kennedy. He wanted to become a security officer, Shut so up. he bought real handcuffs.
0: Fuck up, this family's a whack.
1: But then when they saw the cops coming, Roy freaks out and doesn't know if it's illegal to have real handcuffs or not, so he takes them and throws them into the backyard. So now as the medics are coming, you're also trying to like hide evidence of what you were doing. I'm dead. The dad, Kenneth, states that Kennedy was not constantly restrained and was only restrained when needed to be. Mm. But the defense found that to be completely untrue. One, because of the injuries. Yeah. Two, because the brothers said that they were taking turns. Oh,
0: yeah. Right.
1: Restraining him and using as much force as possible. And one of the other ones slipped that they took him off when the ministers and the cops came around. So, Kenneth, you're kind of lying, bro. Believe it or not, though, the case goes on for some time. Family always maintained their innocence uh, by saying that, you know, Kennedy was the favorite. They would never have intentionally done this to them Mm-mm. and that it was the devil that took over, blah, blah, blah. But their beliefs in miracles and, resurre- and resurrection, they believed that only they would be able to cure him and bring back their son from the evil spirit that was placed. So what's the reason that he didn't come back? Probably because cops and paramedics got involved is what they think. I, it's crazy because ken even says like he's like yeah i did order my sons to take shifts using overwhelming force but at the same time he's like deni- he's denying that their religion is associated with cults the occult and secret societies and none of that played any part in the death I, it's like this they're constantly almost tripping over their own words and stories
0: i don't believe we'll keep going
1: okay so i don't know whether it was a family standing in the community Um, their attitudes, or like acting sad, or them just fully not believing what they did was wrong. The family was able to convince the jury they had no ill intent, and on March fourteenth, twenty nineteen, the entire family is cleared of all wrongdoing, and not one of them have any charges.
0: That's incredibly took
1: four days of deliberation.
0: That's incredibly fucked up.
1: So it is, and I I go back and forth. Explain well. Here's the deal. Before. When we're going over everything that was happening to Kennedy, 100% textbook demonic possession. Mm-hmm. If it's true. Also, like 100% the effects that a brain tumor would have. Mm. So, you have, first of all, a respected, high-standing family, right? It's very hard to come out and say, hey, one, embarrassing, our kids possess, what? two. Oh, yeah. How do you make other people, you know, you want to handle that internally and quietly. And you see that all the time, and especially... Highly influential and wealthy families.
0: No, 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 for sure. But this doesn't, I don't know. This doesn't sound <sighs> like that and to that's me. the thing.
1: It's like, you know, in Catholic sex or, and that's S E C T S, sex, <laughs> when you have a possession, right, you get the church involved. You get all their high standing, re- respected members whose stories will back up your claims involved, right? Mm-hmm. And if we look, there's other stories that remind me of this. There was that, um, mong family that did something really similar i think i think we touched on them briefly in one episode uh pacific islander type religion did the same thing you know they keep their family member at home because they think they're the ones who have the power to heal them the problem is is like in some of these religions right the church isn't taking over and the family doesn't want to like i understand from a highly religious family i understand your reservation to go get medical care i oh i So, and this is what you were saying earlier is like, why didn't they get doctors involved? Well, I feel like, and and this is one of those things where you can't explain exorcist. Uh, You can't explain exorcism. You can't explain demon possession. So if you get a doctor involved, right, you're probably going on a psych hold for 72 hours and family is probably terrified of that being like, well, if he's not getting the prayer, he needs to cure himself. He's going to die. So you're afraid to get them involved because then the church is out. And the second you get the church involved, now you can't take them to get medical care because you fully believe, you know, it's, it's this catch 22. So is this maybe a limitation of, of most modern day culture right now where you, the second you start to treat it for one thing, yeah. there's no school of thought that marries these two things together. Like, Hey, if you think this is a demonic possession, like let's do an MRI scan, but also let you still do your prayers in this. Like let's, Look for a root cause, and if we can't find that, well, then let's lean into the religion or whatnot. Like, there's no... Um, it's so hard, right? Like, you want to blame this family, but then you can also see it. I don't know. What do you think? I, I need to stop talking, because I've just been, like, going back and forth.
0: I don't think it was a possession. I think this family is fucked up. And I always believe in possessions and things like that. Like, so it's not that I don't yeah. believe in that possession. This just isn't... This, to me... and. Who are you and I to say that? Yeah, it's like, but but there are visitors coming, and they're like, he seems fine. Like, maybe he's sick under the weather, but he seems fine. And like, yeah, I get it. Like, things do tend to happen in the witching hour, later hours, things like that, or to not present themselves to certain
1: people, whatever. Here, here's where I'll, I'll go with you a little bit on the skepticism part of it, is the ministers thought something was wrong with him, but if they actually thought full demonic possession, is it not the responsibility of the leaders of the church then to get involved and help? Well, not just saying, that was oh, be- the only thing you can do is treat them with love. That forever.
0: was going to be my next thing. But also, I think you touched on something about moving normal. Did I miss the moving not normal
1: part? Like Kennedy not moving normally? Yeah. You- not breathing normally.
0: Oh, I thought you said something he about... He couldn't
1: move because he was restrained.
0: Maybe I missed that part. I don't know. Um, But that was going to be my next point, though, was <laughs> not that the church is so gun ho and I know that depending on wherever you are, you have to get like, it has to go up and you have to get it approved and things like that. It's not that easy to do an exorcism.
1: So this is a very small church. It's not like, yeah. So I'm just saying, I don't know. It's a Nigerian based church that only seems to be found in London. So how many, how many hoops do you have to jump through
0: for Well, that's kind of my point is that I would assume that you don't have that many. And if there is concern about that kind of stuff, I would think that the church would band together and be like, Oh my God, we've got to take care of this. Not like,
1: Right. And then the no, fact that, you that take you're, care to it at home. me,
0: it's even weirder that you're hiding how horrible it is to the church. Because if you're that religious, that's usually like, those are the people that you can go to. And a lot of times right. you go to those people and you exile your children for different types of things, like for being gay and things like that. You know what I mean? Like you hold them to a higher standard than yourselves and your own family. So to me, that I'm not like hiding the handcuffs it's and like so- lying
1: so much of the story only comes from the family who's out to protect themselves. That's why but I don't,
0: then, I don't believe. On the I flip it side of it,
1: smitten. so I don't, I don't believe he was possessed, but I think the family. I think
0: you're sick, and the hair are delusional. I think the
1: family fully convinced themselves. They're
0: delusional.
1: And, and here's probably why, right? For somebody who's such a high standing and respected member of the family, do you want to admit that you have a son who is mentally ill? or are you going to convince yourself that he's possessed and you have the power to fix it behind closed doors and nobody will ever know the difference here's
0: the thing i think they're delusional i don't necessarily know if they i don't know like to what your point was i don't know if that would have been intentional though to me i don't think it was intentional like we're going to hide this and, no. and mask it as a possession i think they really thought no. he was no, possessed no i think they fully believed it cuz a fucking delusional as hell but i don't think he is possessed i think
1: it's i think they just wanted to fix the issue they were having themselves so that they didn't have to deal with negative reactions from the community and I, mean, I by guess convincing so, but I yourself guess, that your son's possessed
0: yeah no that's you know uh, yeah i don't know because i i hear you i hear you i hear you but i feel like 2000 i just keep going back to like it was 2016 not to say that people aren't worried about what people thought but a lot of times it's like quote unquote old timey is when you really hear stories like that where they're like Hid their deformed children and stuff from the society. Uh,
1: however, remember these are there. He sits on government advisory boards. Yeah,
0: but you, to you, me, you know, here's like the thing:
1: political fan. I mean, look, it's no different than the murdogs,
0: No, listen. Sorry,
1: it is very different than the Murdoch's because that was killed in cold blood. Here, no, no, no. Here's what it's I was: that you hide, you hide abnormality.
0: That's fine. Okay. I get where you're coming from, but if I were high society and I was political and things like that. I sure as shit would not want anyone to know that I was, like, at home, you know, and they could get out. I was at home trying to do an exorcism on my child. I'd rather say, like, yeah, my child has a brain tumor. So that does not make sense to me. In 2016, I'm not arguing with you because I get where you're coming from and I see both points, but I think these people are fucking delusional as hell. Religion dilutes your fucking brain. Sorry. Not sorry. In certain, certain religions. Dilute your brain. Well don't cancel me but i do think sometimes you let outsiders in too much to your so the way you're thinking and i think this is kind of one of those where they're like uh, i don't know i don't know where i'm going but no i do not believe who's possessed and this is really it, it's sad. a it's
1: a hard one I this mean, is
0: really tragic
1: it's very tragic You let
0: your 26 year old son die oh that's heartbreaking
1: here's the thing is this family now gets to go on living their lives as normal though I like I can still highly respect that you can go on his websites now, see everything he's doing, see all this accreditation. It's just one of those things because it's like it has every ingredient of real possession.
0: Here's the thing: but then
1: the people we're getting those ingredients from might not be able to be trustworthy. But I think I think they believed it themselves.
0: Yeah, no, no, for sure. I
1: I think you and me agree on that. There is no ill intent. Do
0: you know if um Do you know if it was because they um uh, they weren't guilty because why? Like what was the overall verdict of them not being guilty? Because they thought that because like, you know, like the jury thought that they were in are trying to do the best intentions for their son. Like what was the outcome? Do you know?
1: So here's the deal. And, and on this one, uh, well, all of our stories, everything, and we haven't said it in a minute, everything is cited down below in the show. notes. Yeah. You can go look at all of our sources. I'm just curious. Um, this one was really difficult because Three, there's three or four main articles I use, and everyone's timeline is a little bit different. I put it together the best I could. As far as you can find on the court case, though, it was here's the court case. They all got arrested.
0: Mm.
1: Jury deliberated for four days. Okay, so
0: we don't actually know why or what they're. They were okay.
1: acquitted. So we, I could not find like the reasoning from the jury. It might exist out there. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I could not find how they got off. And I think probably, I mean, if you look at most cases right of people who are highly respected individuals yeah. i mean this man has his picture with the queen right i think their status probably held some sway i think if this was a low to middle class family that nobody had ever heard of every one of them would have been charged yeah you're not charged but charged and found absolutely
0: i mean yeah you tortured somebody that's you did and let me let me just backpedal a little bit because i don't i don't i should have clarified a little bit more I don't think it's not just religion that dilutes people's brains it's it's any group can do you know what I mean Any group that you're in or you're involved in your friendships, social media work groups like anything like that religious groups they can persuade your thinking and dilute you is what im what I mean by that a lot of times that is religions
1: here's kind of the the ethical dilemma that comes out of it right is Medical care is heavily, at least in the Western world, right? Heavily, heavily based in science. And as soon as you start to take somebody, right? You can go on a psych hold. You can go on all those things. There has to be almost a, a like, how do we respect what the family believes and also give them the care? You have to almost, like, in cases of possession, there should be, like, a trained religious professional and a trained medical professional who come in and like, you know what, we're going to treat this very holistically and also very methodically because we want to find out what's really going on here. We're not going to discount the things you want to do, yeah. but we're also going to run the medical test. We're not going to take them from your care. Right. But it, this is going to be a joint effort now between your church and your beliefs no, and the medical system. Because I, I think that could have saved his life and other people's Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. And everyone has a right to, to have their religions. And,
0: and religion is a very broad, you know, it's so broad. Like, everybody has what they right. believe in. And I'm not I'm not discrediting. And, and I, well, you know, I believe in everything. So, like, I believe in everybody's religion. Because right. it, it is true to you. So, I just mean that certain things dilute your thinking in the way that things should be done. Like that. So, yes, you're correct. Yeah. Medical good fields could be like, okay, this is what we're going to do on the medical side while you guys do this on your religious and your belief side. And and like, let's coincide in that aspect. I think you're right. I think that would be
1: absolutely. And (laughs) at least at the end of the day, then you have professional opinion behind the care that you gave. Right. Like we tried everything, (laughs) not just we tried everything through this narrow scope. But we looked at all possibilities of fixing this issue. And it would literally save lives. I mean, this is not. This, though. This is one of the most recent ones. But this is not the only time where family members have killed their own family member.
0: Yeah, but this seems. I don't know.
1: It's a tough one. No, I can't
0: put my finger on it. This just seems deliberate in a way. Yeah, I guess I don't understand the hiding.
1: If it was deliberate, what did they gain?
0: I I don't know. Because maybe they didn't like this child. I don't know. I don't know, because we're not that family, and clearly this was... I, yeah. Th- this uh, The part that sticks to me the, the most is that you hid the majority of this from your people, from your, um, your church or They're whatever. they taking
1: their restraints off with the ministers and then throwing them into the yes. yard over the fence when the cops That's- came. That's...
0: That really doesn't sit right. Weird. That, and, that
1: and then Ken going back and forth of saying we weren't restraining him, but then also admitting that the kids he told I it's that's just,
0: the part that like sticks with me. And like here's the reason, or here's the thing is like how many cases are there there's no there's no reason that you've been tortured, that you tortured a person. There's no reason.
1: My only explanation that I can think of in the whole thing is that somebody in the church had to have told Ken that the only way to get through this is to kill him and bring him back. And then everyone involved changed their story. To fit that, to fit, yeah, whatever. To, to fit the opposite of that, I guess. Yeah. I told you it was a little bit of a darker one. I, I feel like we could talk forever around this. And the thing is, it's our favorite thing to say here, we're never going to have the explanation.
0: No, but I don't think it was I um, I don't think it was an extra or a um, possession.
1: You know, I'm, I'm going to go straight out here and say, I don't have enough evidence to know. Uh but all I know is that the stories don't add up, right? But it's
0: a big thumbs down for me. It's not for you. It's not for me.
1: But yeah, that's that's the story that's of Teddy really and his exorcism. It it is sad. Um. So yeah, that's the the downer story, the the dark one I had for you. We've kept it really light. Um. Got anything light for us to change the subject? Now no. Before
0: um, we go? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I am almost done with. The book My Life with Ghosts from my boyfriend Steve Gonzalez, and it's really good.
1: Did we talk about it on the podcast about how you ruined Christmas?
0: Well, I mentioned
1: okay, it. That's a light story. We'll finish. I it.
0: mentioned it. I think it's top the episode, but you didn't let me finish. So I ruined Christmas. No. I still want Christmas here, but I ruined one of my presents because I just needed to get out of podcast. I just needed to stop listening to my dark podcast, and I need something light and fun or whatever. And I have, you know, you guys know I had downloaded Audible. And I really wanted to get the book, My Life with Ghosts, from a boyfriend's Steve, And I was like, nah, I don't know. I don't need it. Like, whatever. I have a lot of books I need to read. But then I was like, you know what? I should listen to it. And when I saw that he narrates his own book, I was like, oh, fuck, yes. Because I'm obsessed with his voice.
1: When I bought this book for you, yeah, it was right about the time you started saying, I have too many books to read. I'm not going to get through them. I need to stop buying books. I'm like, perfect. Ain't no way. Because I know... That you love Steve. Well, because your mom said it to you. Uh well, then mom says to me, She goes, Well, what if Kara buys it? I'm like, She's literally been saying like she's not gonna buy it. She has all these books, blah blah blah. Literally, the next week you're like, I got audible. I'm like, fuck. Right. She's gonna get it. I know you love Steve. But every week you're telling me about what you're uh-huh. reading on there, and it's the um gossip girl book. No, it's or, not. <laughs> well, one from tree the girl Hill. from one tree, Hill, <laughs> whatever. I think last time I said Gilmore Girl.
0: No, you didn't. You said Gazzle Girl, I think.
1: And you're like, you're reading this and that. I'm like, okay, we're good. We're good. Like, it's getting closer and closer to Christmas. And then, like, literally last week, which for us would have been like December 13th, you're like, so I downloaded this book. I'm like,
0: fuck. No, this is what happened. You. This is what happened. I said, so I downloaded My Life with Ghost with Steve Gonzalez, and you're like, silent. And then I thought you were mad because then I'm like, Oh, shit, I was I mad. supposed to, like, read it with you? Because I was like, maybe I forgot. And I was like, I'm sorry, because that's what I just assumed. And you're like, I bought it for you for Christmas. And I'm like, well, that's perfect, because I was just thinking about today about how I really wish that I actually had it, though.
1: <laughs> so, yes, you can have the copy from me yeah. that's read by Steve, but it at least has a big picture of him oh, on the front. God, I love him so
0: much. How is he almost 50 years old? No way. Yeah, he's 48, no and he's getting better with age, baby. Oh, I just love I love him so much. How cool. come I had a delusion driving to work listening to him that I was like...
1: He's just talking right Yeah,
0: now. and then I was like, holy shit. And then, it, and then I actually got... I enraged myself because I'm like, why the fuck did I not talk to him? Why the fuck did I not talk to him? Oh, wow, because I was an listen, idiot.
1: It was our first con, okay? No,
0: it was because it was awkward. And every time I... Just listen to that episode of our prayer con, you'll know. Anyway, so... I do recommend, though, everybody listening to it, because I'm not going to lie, I don't know if reading it would give the same feel of him telling it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Everybody go tell Steve Gonzalez that I love him.
1: That's that's (laughs) our light thing that we're leaving you with. Uh... He posted
0: on Facebook today, and there was only like 24 Mm. comments about his book, so I was like, I could comment, and maybe he'd comment back, because there's only like 24. He fucking didn't, and I wrote... Almost done with Aww. a black heart thinking that he'd like, like it or There's something. Still time. He
1: did it. All right. Well, with that being said, somebody definitely needs to tell Kara she's pretty since she's not getting the attention she needs from Steve. Um and if you feel so inclined, go and leave us a little review. right in some about yeah. your experiences with possession. Oh yeah, anything yeah. you want to hear too. There is on our website, uh, which is down in the show notes. There is a place to drop in stories that you want to hear. And we we need some fresh ideas, babies.
0: I can hear my child playing with squeaky toys. It's time for me to go. All
1: right. Okay.
0: I love you all. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for pounding, pounding, pushing through. Thank you for pushing through this dark little episode. Please give us something, (laughs) something to make us happy. (laughs) Thank you for pounding through. Whatever. Most importantly, creeper really oddballs.
1: (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.